Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. And we thank you for all the good that you bring into it. For your word says that you load us daily with benefits. You renew your mercy for us every morning. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you call each of us to you. And we thank you that you have blessed us with this opportunity to be a part of this praying family called by your name. Where you pour out your grace. Where you answer prayer. Where you renew our minds through your word and your presence, Father. We thank you for the Friday Bible study sessions. That every Friday you bring about new enlightenment and new revelation, Lord. We thank you for that grace upon our lives. We thank you for the opportunity to attend those sessions. Where it being the weekend, we could have been anywhere else. And yet you draw us near to you. And then you fill every single one that comes there. We thank you, Lord, in advance for all the testimonies that we shall hear this evening. Giving you glory, giving you honor, giving you praise. And we enter your gates, Lord, with that thanksgiving in our heart. We enter your courts with that praise on our lips. We come into your presence. We leave all our baggage outside and come into our secret place with you. To commune with you and be one in the spirit with you, Lord. Knowing that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts there. You pour out your revelation, your wisdom, your understanding. You reveal more of your love to us. And you shape our nature to map it and match it to that of Jesus. You patiently work with us every single day. That despite our limited understanding, Despite the times we don't understand what you're telling us. Despite all those times we refuse to listen and understand. Yet you keep on working with us. Even though we grieve you, you do not leave us. While we are repentant for those mistakes, Father. <clears throat> we are also thankful that you do not turn your eyes from us. And your Bible is testament of the fact that every time, even after turning away, when we repented as humans, as you called your chosen people, you chose to have mercy. You chose to forgive. You chose to restore your relationship. We pour that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. <clears throat> We share it with all those for whom prayers are being requested on this prayer group. We share it with every Christian that does not yet personally know you and all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you, Lord. That there be a quickening in each of our spirits, that we are charged to hear from you and our steps turned towards you and away from some element of darkness. Lord, there must be some darkness that will leave us today permanently. We ask for that opening of our eyes and that discernment and the grace 
to make that decision to reject it and to renounce it in the name of Jesus. So as we make our prayer, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the one who is high and lofty, who inhabits eternity, the one who is ever willing to meet us above the mercy seat and between the cherubims in that secret place. The one who is our goodness, our fortress, our high tower, our deliverer, our shield, our strength, our father, the great I am. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who holds the key to David, the Adam who came for our redemption, the one who restored our relationship with our father. And he taught us that we could call God our Father. It is not a distant God who punishes, but it is a God near to us and within us. Who loves, who forgives. And we pray in the name of his Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of Jesus. The one who quickens us in our spirits. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father through his word. He makes that word come alive. The Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty and does wondrous things. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. We thank you for the gift of angels and destiny helpers. Above all, we thank you for the gift of prayer that enables and empowers us to legally involve you in any situation, but also that gives us that understanding, that wisdom. That we are able to put on our armor and resist and fight the enemy in the day of battle. <clears throat> we thank you, Father, that when we combine our prayer with your word and your spirit, then that is that formula for abundance and dominion. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer, and our reflection, a cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. Also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. Lord, we plead your blood that has won all victories. That blood through which we have redemption, that blood in which we have life eternal. We plead that blood over every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. Now we put you in remembrance of your covenant with Abraham and your covenant with this blood, Lord. On these, the sons of Abraham. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, harm, sin, danger, accident. Injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any spiritual attacks, Lord. I command that angelic protection in the name of Jesus and I declare divine exemption by the blood. In the name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. 
So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. We declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. The Bible says in Genesis 8, verse 22, while the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest will always be there. And then it also says in Galatians 6, verse 7, do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he will also reap. So it is a law. Sowing and reaping will always be there. What you sow, that exactly you will reap. The harvest or the outcomes that you enjoy in your life today are a product or a result of what you sowed or invested into it. The question to ask ourselves is, what seeds are you sowing today for your tomorrow and for your day after? In our common layman terms, we do call it as planning as well. But it is not just planning, it is more than that. You look at spiritual seeds as well. <clears throat> that which the Bible teaches us. That which you read from the word. And then you are given discernment to know that this is a seed that you can sow. The life that you enjoy or suffer today is a result of choices and decisions that you made yesterday or last year or years ago in your life. Some mistakes can linger in effects for a long time. And there is only repentance then. And some good deeds can bring blessings that can last not just a lifetime, but can also be passed on to the next generations. What you sow can be converted into a harvest that feeds multiple generations. Either joy or and peace, or it could also feed sorrow, becoming transgenerational curses. <coughs> Every action that we take has to be looked at from that perspective as well. Let's look at two scriptures for this. Exodus 20, verse 5 and 6. Now, this is the Lord speaking. He says, I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me. That's a very dangerous warning. And that is one of the <clears throat> that is one of the key reasons why. We pray every morning for those that do not know you and those that do not want to know you. We ask for that quickening. That their coming generations as well as them, they do not live under a curse. A lot of us tend to think, if I leave Satan alone, he will leave me alone as well. And that couldn't be further away from the truth. The thief that comes to steal, kill and destroy will not leave you alone if you decide, no, I'm going to just stay by myself. A thief will still steal. 
His whole purpose is to keep man in subjection. Whether man fights back or not. If you don't fight back, it makes it even more easier for him. And then we wonder, why am I suffering? Let's look at another one. Okay, the, sorry, there's the verse 6 as well there. So passing on to the parents, to passing, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You have already received a seed there knowing what to do. Keeping that commandments can be sowing a seed. Another one, Psalm 112 verse 9. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn will be lifted high in honor. Scattering your gifts can also be equated to sowing seeds. Blessing others with what you have. And many of us tend to look at it only from the financial aspect. I've got extra, so I'm going to share or give or donate. It is also about your time, about your affection, about your talents. Anything that you can give. And bless others. And that's why we often say share testimonies and what you are learning from the Bible. Share it and bless others. They are freely scattered. Their gifts among the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. When your righteousness endures forever, can you imagine? The first, very first thing is you standing against the accuser. And God says, no, that person is righteous. And then you look at what the fruits of the righteous are. You can read that in the Bible. God always honors. You can see in that very verse there, that their horn will be lifted high in honor. Your head will never hang in shame. In both these cases, what we sowed into those situations is what decides the outcome. The one from Exodus, as well as this verse from Psalms. And you find many others there. Let's look at an example of sowing the seed of honor. Honor can also be a seed. And honor is a very important seed. What can it bring in its harvest? Let's look at 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 to 17. And I'll read it from the NIV. It's kind of self-explanatory. One day, Elisha went on to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to eat some food. So whenever he passed that way, he would turn in there to eat food. And she said to her husband, Behold now, I know that this is a holy man of God. She discerned. I know this is a holy man of God who is continuously passing our way. Let us make a small room on the roof with walls and put there for him a bed, a table, a chair and a lamp so that whenever he comes to us, he can go in there. One day he came there and he turned into the chamber and rested there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, 
call this Shunammite. When he had called her, he stood before him and he said to him, this is now Elisha saying to Gehazi, say now to her, see, you have taken all this trouble for us. What is to be done for you? Would you have a word spoken on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? Now, see, he's got that influence as well, where he's able to speak on her behalf. And he's asking her, what can I do for you because of this honor that you have bestowed on me? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, what then is to be done for her? So he's still looking for a way to bless her, even though she didn't say, I want this or I want that. She could have asked for anything. She knew he was a man of God. Gehazi answered, well, she has no son and her husband is old. So Elisha said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway and he said, at this season, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. He is prophesying. Man of God prophesying. And she said, no, my Lord, O man of God, do not lie to your servant. She didn't, she wasn't too sure. Given her circumstance, she thought it's not possible. But the Bible goes on to say, next verse, but the woman conceived and she bore a son about that time, the following spring, as Elisha had said to her. Are you seeing that even though she didn't ask for anything, she was not even an Israelite, yet the prophet felt compelled to bless her just for the honor that she bestowed on him, just for that seed that she sowed without expectation. Honor is one of the biggest keys to open shut doors. What you sow, that shall you reap in your harvest. Remember that verse earlier that said, God is not mocked, which means it is his principle. It shall not fail. So what are you sowing today in your life and in the lives of others that will bear fruit? The knowledge from the word of God and the application of his principles. Are you sowing love and mercy in the lives of others? through generosity, forgiveness, honor, discernment. And one of the chiefest ways to sow is through your words. Watch your words for everything that you speak is a seed that you sow in your life or the lives of others. And if we are to take Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 seriously and talk about the power of life in our tongue, well, the other half is power of death in your tongue as well. What seeds are you sowing today? It will affect your tomorrow or someone else's tomorrow. And more often than not, that someone else is our own children and our grandchildren. And we wonder why did things go wrong in their life? Uh, I want to conclude today with a quote from the famous martial artist, Bruce Lee, not a Christian. 
a famous martial artist, not even a spiritual leader, but he said, do not speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That is why it's called spelling for words. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you do not change, you are also choosing by default. Profound words worth reflecting on. And when we get down to reflecting on words, that itself is a separate topic in its own. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us discern the kind of seeds that we need to be sowing in our lives, whether it is planning, whether it is sowing honor, whether it is sowing forgiveness, whether it is sowing love and mercy, whether it is sowing charity, whether it is sharing. Show us, Lord, in every situation, what is that seed that we must sow so that in due time, in accordance with the law that you set in Genesis 8 verse 22. We will reap that harvest. It will not go empty. We ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit this day. A kind of sowing that will not only bless us, but bless all those around us and bless our third and our fourth generations down the line as well. But they would thank us for the discernment of those seeds that we have shown today. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. Not only physical seeds, also spiritual seeds. That there is a spiritual blessing on our generations down the line. That they may prosper in spirit and be well in health. Together, synergetically. Not one without the other. Prosper in the spirit and prosper in the physical. <clears throat> and as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. We pray in a special way for all those that have passed away. That there is forgiveness of sins, Lord. And that they are brought unto you. That there is peace bestowed upon them. And strength and peace within their family as well. We pray also for all families that are embattled. That are facing division or separation of any kind. We pray, Father, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds. And each of us in some way or the other has our own personal battles because your word says we wrestle. It's a continuous thing. It is only your wisdom and your light, Lord, that helps dispel that darkness that will break every chain. We ask for that anointing, that revelation, and that grace to make that call, that decision, Father. Where we wave it goodbye and we insist that that chain over our life, that stronghold, wave us back goodbye once and for all. 
We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. And those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanda <laughs> Ya <laughs> 
scripture that was put on my heart today is from 2 Corinthians 4, 13 and 14. Since we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote, I believed and so I spoke. We too believed and so we speak, 
knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> we have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Hosea 10, verse 12 and 13, quoted from the NIV, where it says, Sow righteousness for yourselves, reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, until he comes and showers his righteousness on you. But you have planted wickedness, you have reaped evil. You have eaten the fruit of deception because you have depended on your own strength and on your many warriors. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the second verse that has been shared in the chat is from Galatians 6, verse 7. Quoted from the NIV, which is a confirmation of one of the scriptures we took earlier today. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these scriptures, please share them by these reflections, uh, as well as Brother Savio's reflections. And he has posted a wonderful reflection today as well this morning. It's worth using that in your personal meditation. Please share those with family and friends. There's also the Friday Bible study sessions, the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions, the morning encounters. If they are blessing you, Share links for people to join. All of those can be joined by the very same link on Zoom and on YouTube. It's no different. And the recordings are also available on Facebook, on YouTube, and on our Spotify podcast page. Also a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. The topic is implementing spiritual laws. And this is the fourth part in the series where we are learning how to establish spiritual authority and remain in expectation. Uh, we're also learning about our authority as believers and spiritual law. And finally, how to activate our spiritual authority. Praise and worship will start at 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Time this evening. Australian Eastern Standard Time, not Daylight Time. That is uh, praise and worship followed by confession of scriptures, testimony time, and then Around 7.30, the Bible study teaching of the day. We shall share links and have shared links um, on our Telegram group, as well as on Facebook page. YouTube will find them, all these platforms. You can use whichever works for you and share it with your family. And friends, invite them to join as well. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. <clears throat> let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone and we shall see you at the Bible study session this evening thank you Russell, God bless everyone